It's time for pumpkin flavors and new fall favorites at Dunkin'. And also some tough decisions. Like, do I want a signature pumpkin spice ice latte? A brand new oat milk latte? A new chai latte? Or a pumpkin iced coffee? Oh, and the bakery. Do I want a pumpkin donut or... Uh, there are other people behind you in this drive-thru. Oh, uh, I'll just take it all. Okay. It's all the cozy you crave at Dunkin'. Pumpkin favorites and new fall additions, like new creamy without the dairy oat milk lattes and the signature pumpkin spice ice latte, plus more. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Well, hello there. Sad Reynolds here, the entrepreneurial pastor, also certified inspirational therapist. I'll be talking to you today uh, on the innovative leadership and uh, really taking some time to discuss innovative leadership and how it pertains to your life and in various kinds of areas. And we're doing a, a broadcast as well as a, a um, an audio recording of this at the same time. That's where you see this in my ear right now. We're actually doing a, a telephone conference call at the same time as we're doing the Google Hangout. So we've got technology working on both ends. Uh, today I thought I'd talk to you about, again, this is innovative leadership with Pastor Seth. I thought I'd talk to you about failure as it relates to innovative leadership and often we don't we don't talk about failure a lot because we like to talk about success and how we do succeed I'm going to give you three basic points today that will assist you in understand a little bit more about how you how failure has a big part uh, to do in your life for succeeding because if we don't fail we, we find ourselves uh, riding on the coattails of other people now you, you think about well you can learn from somebody else's mistakes you can but there's going to be a point in your life where you you actually have to learn from your own mistakes now, not, not, that's not often said, uh, but it may not be in the same typical, same area necessarily, but it will be in an area of your life where you are uh, probably the one that's going to be the expert. You're, you're the one that's gone through the, the pains and the toil of stuff in your life. There are areas in my life where I've not had to suffer a whole lot because I've gained information from other people. They've gone through a lot of stuff themselves, and that's been a good thing for, for me because I've had a chance to glean from their knowledge. But the, the reality is that the things that I have learned, that I become, I, people call me an expert in certain areas, things that I become really good at, those are the things that I've had to go through a lot of stuff, a lot of failure, a lot of trial and error to get to a place where I can become more successful, but also at the same time learn from the mistakes that I, that I, uh, that I was able to go through a bunch of stuff and learn from those things that I went through it. So you say, Pastor said, now what about the Holy Spirit? What about, what about uh, you've not missing the mark? What about the... Uh, I mean, being able, to just, being able to be right on time all the time. Well, I've, I've been filled with the Spirit for years, baptized in the Holy Ghost, speak with other tongues, the whole process, right? But there have been times I've still failed. There have been times I've just not made it. And so let's, let's be real about this. We, we do want to uh, you know, give God all the credit. He, can, he, he deserves all the credit, certainly. But there are times in our lives we just don't do it right. And, and that's okay. I, want, I just want to let you know it's okay to fail. And people don't want to use that word a lot of times, but I'm going to use that quite a bit today. And, and it's all right to fall down, to stumble, to attempt to do something and that, that you want to be good at, but you're not good at yet. Now, I, I give you some examples. I did a radio show just the other night, and I didn't plan on doing the radio show with talking about it. I was going to have a guest on the show, but it uh, ended up me doing the show, and I was going to talk about this very same thing I'm talking about right now. But the idea is that when we do fail in life, and it's just let's talk about business center, business center ministry, and we're making our, our initial attempt at something, our initial attempts, our initial, listen, your initial attempts. And, and then sometimes you may hit the ball right out of the park because you just, just, you just, it, it just happened. Thank God for that, right? But there, those times that I've learned to appreciate are the times where I didn't hit the ball out of the park. I, I didn't even hit the ball at all. I just kind of whipped and missed it and really just missed it big time and had a chance to fall flat on my face. Those are the times when I've skid my face against the pavement. 
Those are the times when I've scraped my knees pretty bad and they're, ble- they're bleeding today kind of thing. Okay, those are the times that th- those failures in my life cause me to get, listen, here's what happens. I find out where my character is. I don't say those failures cause my character to be built, but I do determine it, what I do determine is where my character happens to be. Because when I go back to God, I go back to God in prayer. I go back to seeking him first, as they say, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I go back to him in prayer. Then I discover for myself that, you know what, that was okay because God was with me. I wasn't alone when I failed. I wasn't alone when I fell down. I wasn't alone when I scraped my head against the pavement. I wasn't alone when I scraped my knees pretty bad. God was always with me during that season. So what was it during the failure time that I learned? What was it that caused me to get up again? Because often, if you think about this for a moment, there are many people you probably know right now that have a difficult time getting back up again after they failed. They don't want to get back up again because it's like they know they have to face that thing again, face that, the reality, the hardcore reality of getting back up again and being involved with other people that will, may laugh at them, right? They may mock them. They say all kinds of things against them. I told you so. How many times you heard of that? Okay. Well, and then even you think to yourself sometimes, I've done this for myself. I shouldn't have done that. 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 But the reality is that I did do it. And because I did do it, God was with me. He knew God wasn't surprised what I did. Because God wasn't surprised what I did, I know he was with me. He said he works all things together for good for those that love him who are called according to his purpose. Now, I'm called according to his purpose, so no matter what I do, I'm called according to his purpose. And all things work together for good. So those things that are working together for my good at that point are for his purpose. And so what am I learning there? I'm learning how to function. So the second point will be about learning. Because we move from failure and, and failing, and I'm going to talk about failure quite a bit more, but we move from failure to now learning, right? We begin to learn and get educated, begin to uh, grasp the knowledge that we got while we were failing, while we went through a, a trial or a difficult time. There were some things that we picked up. Now, we don't always get it right away because we're in so much pain physically. We're in so much pain emotionally. We don't always pick it up right away. But even after the fact that we've gotten through the emotional trauma, gotten through the pain of our physical body, gotten through whatever we've had to get through, then we can kind of kind of reflect and go, what did I learn there? What did I learn in that, that time, that process called failure? What did I pick up at that moment? When we pick up the truth, it's the truth that does what makes us free. So we have a chance now to go before God. We're back before God again. We say, now, God, what was it that you were teaching me during that moment? Believe me, he wants you to know because he wants you to be on his purpose. You understand that, right? So we're on his purpose, desiring to do things his way. So we see things working the way God wants it to work. And that's a great, great, great thing. I'm excited about that because there's nothing like being in God's purpose and seeing his will being accomplished uh, especially when we've gone through a process where we've fallen down and had to get back up again, and we didn't get back up on our own accord. It's the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead that quickens us to get back up again. That inspiration we talk about on occasion, that inspiration begins to rise up on the inside of us, and we were inspired enough to get back up again. That's not of our own accord. It's not of our own personal will. That's, I believe that's a lot of what God does on the inside of us by his spirit. So his spirit helps to resurrect newness of life in us. And we get back up again because we're called according to his purpose. So, again, we're learning now. We're learning that I have to take, take, uh, take a better turn next time. I've got to take and pay more attention next time. I've got to be more careful next time. I've got to be, I've, I've got to be more discerning next time. I've got to include the right people next time. I've got to vet 
the right people next time. Uh, the next time I do this, I'll make certain that I don't go at it alone the next time. I will make certain that I will do more homework, more research the next time. I will, again, I'll, I'll, I'll take it at a, a pace that's going to be more realistic for me the next time. I will not overwhelm my audience the next time. You see, there, there's some things that we begin to learn. As we learn those things, then we begin to implement or apply them. That's the third point. So we begin to apply them. So here's, here's what's happening. We fail. We fail miserably. We fail miserably. But we also, we learn, right? We learn. The second, second point is we learn. And then we move to a place of applying again. We begin to apply what we've learned. So we take what we apply, apply what we've learned here and begin to do the thing again. So that means we're back in the same race again with the opportunity to do what? To fail. So every time we fail, we get a chance to learn. But every time we learn, we have another opportunity to apply what we've learned because we're working things together for good. For I mean, God's working these things together for good so that we can get better at getting, getting our purpose accomplished for his kingdom, right? So if that's beginning to happen, he's going to want us to try again. He's going to want us to go after it again. He's going to want us to be able to please him by faith. So when God desires to, that we please him by faith, means certainly this, that we will go ahead and get it done. We'll go ahead and make it happen. That's what God's desire is, that we go ahead and get it done. So we fail. Ah, nobody likes that. How many times are you going to fail in life at the same thing? Hopefully not a lot. So you learn. You learn, that's why you don't fail again at the same thing over and over again. You get better at doing what you do because you've learned now how to do it better. And then you begin to apply. So if you begin to apply what you've learned, you won't fail again the same way. But however, there's opportunity to fail again. Every time we approach anything in life, there is the opportunity to fail. Now, I'm telling you, most, most often you're going to hear about the opportunity to succeed. I mean, God's given you a great vision, a great plan, and you've got this wonderful vision. You've got this wonderful dream, and there's this great opportunity to succeed, and you have so much potential. You're going to do well. I can see God really moving in your life, and, he, and believe that. I believe that, too. I really do. But I also know there's always opportunity to fail, but I also know this, that God works all things together for good for those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. I'm called according to his purpose. I know that he's going to work all things together for good. So whether I succeed or fail does not make that much of a difference to me because I want his purpose to be established no matter what. I want his purpose to be established no matter what. Now, you say, Pastor, say, what are you talking about here, man? My, my goodness, I'm, you're talking about failure in such a way that I, I'm just kind of expecting to fail. No, you shouldn't expect to fail. You should expect to succeed. But know there's opportunity to fail. Did you hear me? I'll say it again. You should expect to succeed because God wants you to succeed. God wants you to be victorious. He didn't want you to, he didn't want you to, uh, to, 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 to fall apart. He wants you to be victorious. He wants you to be an overcomer. And if you're an innovative person, that means you're trying stuff all the time. That means you're trying new stuff all the time, and that means that you're probably failing a lot. I fail a lot. I do. I fail a lot. But I understand that it's all working together for my good because I know I'm called according to God's purpose and his desire to see me succeed. So I, I expect to succeed, but you know what? I know the opportunity to fail is there. Once I got that understanding, I don't fear failure. Hear me? Don't fear failure. 
You don't want to walk around embracing failure, saying, I just love you, failure. I just love you, failure. No, we don't do that, but, but we know the opportunity is always there. And here's this part. When we get past that opportunity to fail and we begin to succeed because of the knowledge that we've gained, what we've learned, we have now gotten victory in an area. So we move from the failure point component to learning to now applying again, and we've now begun to apply in such a way that we begin to succeed a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. But every time we have not, listen, every time we don't get to the full place where we want to be or the full place that God's shown us, that means that we've still got some work to do, and that means that we still have opportunity to fail as we're moving forward. I know you're thinking right now to yourself, you say, oh, boy, this, this thing is kind of a mess. I mean, life is, life is crazy. Life is kind of hard. Y- yesterday, life is hard. Life is hard. And I wish somebody would have told me this ahead of time because, I, I mean, we, we, have, we, we get our heads so high in the sky sometimes that we think that I, I'm going to make it because the prophet told me I'm going to make it. Well, the prophet was right about that. You're going to make it. But he probably didn't tell you the part about the opportunity to fail. The opportunity to fail is there just because you are taking the risk. You're stepping out in faith. How many times have you taken a step of faith and it didn't seem like it was a step of faith that was uh, bringing any kind of good results right off the bat? You took that step of faith and things got harder. You know what I'm talking about. You, take that, you took that step of faith and things begin to get more complicated. You took that step of faith and you said, why did I do this? And you took that step of faith and realized that, oh, boy, I'm in a whole other place here. That's not what I anticipated being. I want to encourage you today to realize that the step of faith that you do take will get you to the desired place that you want to get to. But on occasion, it will take some time. It will take some time for you to realize that, and I say you, I'm pointing at myself as well at the same time, for us to realize that opportunity to fail it's going to always be there. But even if you learn a lot and you apply again, every time you start applying something, starting something new, innovative, if you will, opportunity to fail is there every time. Should you focus on that? No, don't focus on that. But know it's there. Focus on the success that you desire to receive. Focus on the plan that God has for your life. But realize Every moment, there's an opportunity to fail. Hey, guys, this is Sid Reynolds, Pastor Sid, the entrepreneurial pastor. Want to come on with the innovative leadership with Pastor Sid for a few minutes with you today just to give you that really, I'm listening, the point, the point is the opportunity to fail is going to always be there. Listen, you can also pick up the innovative leadership book on SidReynolds.com. You can go ahead and do that if you choose to do that. Uh, you can get it there for 10 bucks. If you go to Amazon, it's going to be $14.95. So uh, I have a SidReynolds.com up right now, and you can always pick it up at uh, well, 10 bucks, and it, it, it should be there for a while. If it changes, by the way, it's because uh, the demands begin to get bit, will be bigger. But for my friends right now, I'm giving a, making it available for 10 bucks. You can get it right now for Innovative Leadership, and you'll learn some of the things that I talk about here on this broadcast and also uh, via the audio that you hear me put out as well. So bless you until next time. This is Pastor Said, the entrepreneurial pastor, sign out. That CIT stands for, by the way, people, what does that CIT stand for? Certified Inspirational Therapist. That's what I am. I hope to inspire you to be inspired by the Spirit of God. So bless you. We'll see you next time. Have a fantastic day. We will see you around.
Roofers, are you tired of using a bunch of selling tools that don't talk to each other? Streamline your selling process with GAF Project. Manage leads, measurements, presentations, estimates, even payments. Right on your iPad. Visit GAF.com project.